Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Tuesday, September the 6th, 2022, the day after Labor Day. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the most popular DFS female provider. I've just learned this. this is just brand new news in the history of daily fantasy sports providing, and that's Miss Deb Lutz. <laughs> Man, coach, I, I just every day I think you, you can't get any better, but boy, you make a girl feel good. That's for sure. <laughs> hey, you know what? Number one all time. It's like being in the Jordan, the Jordan of uh, DFS providing. It's just amazing. Well, in honor of that, let's have some number ones on contest today. Exactly. How was your Labor Day? Yeah, it was pretty good. We're, we're kind of we're moving in. So. A lot of work in the new house. We're getting there. I got about seven guys banging nails in and doing paint and all kinds of things today. So if you hear anything on the podcast, that's that's why. <laughs> I love it. Look, look at the messages we get in here. Hey, Deb, I love you. See, Aww, I don't, I've, here, I've never seen a, hey, coach, I love you. In all the <laughs> years I've done this, not once. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, hello to everybody today. Great to see everybody jumping in here early. I'm proud of these folks just getting in. Usually it's a straggling in in the first five minutes, but Raiders 7, number one today, actually he's in and he's probably in a meeting. So Raiders 7, you still get counted as the number one guy, first guy in. Rodney Pollard just seconds later, almost had him, Rodney. Hello, though. Payne Blank, what's up? JT, good to see you. Uh, David Dulac, hey, y'all. How's it going? And every time I see David, I remember, if you do any Super Chats throughout the program, any every penny that goes into a Super Chat goes into uh, our charity of the month. This month, it'll be a charity that's being selective, uh, selected by our man, David. So uh, when you do those, uh, we appreciate it. And uh, that will go into that pool, and we'll announce it here at the end of the month. Dominic, hey, hey, how are you? Uh, Dominic, I think you're connected to us on uh, TikTok as well. I tried to tag you on that uh, when we put that up there. Fear money. There's no fearing money yesterday, Deb. Not from this group. We kicked Man. butt. Um, hello also to King of Smack, Absolute Power, King of All Trades. We got a nice group in here for a Tuesday. I love it. So how about yesterday, Deb? Sweet, huh? Oh my gosh, you were on fire despite all your you know your FanDuel woes. Yes, I was having trouble on and off of FanDuel. Uh it somehow got booted out and I was messing with that all day. But the bottom line is if if you watch the podcast uh yesterday and you know listen to, to everything we went over, uh Crash and I, I mean I was just so happy that my guys came through that you went through a whole bunch on the, the rookie Brown from the uh, Astros. He pitched terrific. Uh, our, our, it was so much fun having a late stack of the angels. Every time Trout and Otani came up, it was like oh boom, Homer, double Homer. It was, it was phenomenal. Awesome. So we had a bunch of takedowns on uh, DraftKings and FanDuel and Yahoo. Uh, Yahoo, I still can't get anybody to play though. I mean, I know we have Leonidas and a few of our people to play, but I had 11 winners on Yahoo. 
including two of the contests. No splits for many of our members, though. I am so on fire on Yahoo. It's ridiculous. Seriously. You so own you Yahoo tried. right now. Yes, try it. Get in there. <laughs> but it is awesome. So real happy. Pain, uh, Pain Blanks uh, yeah. is a Yahoo player. Yeah. Oh, Yahoo. okay. There we yeah. go. Yahoo's good. Yahoo's good. I'm telling you, the pricing, you can get some really sneaky guys in there. So King of Smack had a big day, too. Um, uh, I'm so happy that I, I hope everybody hit. And I love seeing that in here. I was waiting. I couldn't wait until, until we had the podcast to see who all won. Because really, truthfully, I mean, we faded the guys that didn't do great, the highly owned guys, pretty much. And we had uh, some of the uh, Lance Lynn, man. Boy, did he step up for us yesterday, Seriously. too. Seriously. And uh, so anyway, I'm just I'm happy. I'm happy we could uh, have a bunch of winners and yeah. fired up that we had some members. Post those winners on Discord when they come through. We're happy to see them. For members. And if not, if you're not a member, post them on Twitter so that we could just you know, like and uh, retweet and get that out there. So oh, if you're not a member, he played you gotta be a member. If you're not a member, you've got to be a member. We've got that's right. great NFL deal coming on and uh, a new uh, new member of the team who's – an ex uh, ex college player and a savant when it comes to the NFL. So we are going to be putting a lot of information out on Discord and uh, getting even more winners. It's a great time to be joining Coach Talk right now. It really is. Stephen Miller is the new man at the party here, and Deb is thankful to Deb. She's the one that brought Stephen into the mix here, and you'll get to see him. He and Crash are going to be tackling all of the NFL. I'll be the, the moderator, uh, you know, the rose between the two thorns on the side. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but I'll be on there with Steve <laughs> and Crash, and uh, they'll be giving their expert opinions. Really excited about all of that that's going on. So uh, fantastic. Let's see. I wish I had followed Coach of the Main Slate FanDuel. Uh, yeah, geez. Oh, man. Yeah, it was one of those days. Uh, 3200 for King of Smack. Now that's wow. what I that's what I'm saying. You know, and that's how the ROI is supposed to be. Whether you turn 20 into 200 or 400 into 3200 or whatever the case may be. So, I love it, man. I am so happy when we can, you know, produce these winners and we want to keep this streak going. Deb, we're going to keep this rocking today. Uh what'd you think of the slate initially? Yeah, I like it, actually. I, uh, you know, sometimes I walk into the Tuesday slate and it's a little all over the place. This one I felt uh, I have some good focus and some uh, some guys that I really like today. Decent balance. Yeah, I like the slate, too. I mean, I think uh, because yesterday was Labor Day and there were some different timed games, we got a better evening full slate tonight uh, that we can uh, really dive into. So cool stuff. Very, very nice couple of things now. We'll be on 1.30 live the rest of the week, Tuesday through Sunday. That's the way uh, the, it worked out with the way the games are. So no switching around. 1.30 Eastern every day. Uh, you can check out the podcast. Let people know. We also have a great thing going, too. You know, $25 referral. You get somebody, have them come in, check out uh, even the, the podcast a little bit. If they become a member, instant $25 PayPal. So uh, you know, keep me posted on that. We have our, our NFL uh, membership that's uh, starting, obviously. 
with uh, the first game being two, 48 hours till the NFL. Deb, can you believe that? Oh, my so God. Crazy I'm so, stuff. I'm so excited. My husband and I, we already have our whole evening planned out. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. I, I am so pumped. And we get a lot. You know what's really cool, too? For those of us that play a lot of uh, baseball and then basketball when it starts and everything, because the NFL is the most popular DFS sport by quite a bit, you get a lot of little fishes swimming around in the other sports trying to stick their nose in there where they only know football, and it, it uh, fattens up those pools a little bit. So that's always nice. A uh, couple other things, too. Um, Boom Fantasy, if uh, you haven't tried it, man, I'll tell you, I finally got a chance this weekend. Now that I can get on it on my phone, check out all the the uh, different plays, it is the best. So there's a, a link attached in the bio here on uh, Twitter and on YouTube if you're watching either place. If you want to sign up, just go right uh, to our website, dfscoachtalk.com. Click on Boom Fantasy. You can get right in to the mix there. I just love all their selections of over under of prop plays of, of the way they have matchups one against the other of players. There's just so many different opportunities there and you can get all the way up to 40 X your play Deb. I know it's pretty cool. I found, I found some, I mean, you know, I'm comparing prize picks a little with boom and uh, there's some really good plays on boom today. I, I love it. And if you sign up through any of these uh, attachments, we're telling you, any of the links on all, all of these of ours, they're going to give you a hundred percent match on that first deposit. So take advantage of that all the way up to a hundred bucks. So you put a hundred bucks in, you got the free hundred and you got all millions of plays to make here uh, for sure. So very, very good. Um, anything else, Deb, before we dive into the slate? Yeah, let's do it. All right. We've got 15 games on the schedule. Three of them are early, so we'll touch on those briefly. But we do have a full 12-game main slate on DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo. So we want to attack those. There are two games that are earlier that may have weather issues, so we really don't care that much about those, to be honest with you. The Mets at Pittsburgh and Miami at Philly. Could be a little Pennsylvania rain. We've had a lot of it here in Western PA, so I know Pittsburgh and Philly may touch a little bit of that. So you got to watch those if you're playing the early slate. The game that I'm most concerned about, and it's a massive impact on the slate, is Minnesota at New York. I do think that game is going to see rain. I'm really pretty confident in that. So in my initial builds on my lineups that I'm making, I am not including anybody in that game just yet. So that's how much I think there's either going to be a delay or a postponement of Minnesota and New York. Now, it's six hours beforehand or whatever it is. So that very well could change as the day goes on. And then we'll plug those guys in. But that's the only game of the 12 on the main slate that I think we're going to have any issues. And I do think it's going to be an issue. So follow on Discord, follow at DFS Coach Talk on Twitter, because if that game is delayed or in or out, we're going to make sure that everybody knows, because uh, that's there's certainly going to be a lot of ownership uh, to that game. All right, Deb, and we're going to go through it game by game. Uh, we'll touch on these first three, and then we're going to dive in pretty uh, pretty heavy on, on the 12 main slate. 635, we have the New York Mets at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Again, 44% chance of rain at the beginning of that game. 74 degrees, no wind to speak of. Eight and a half is the total. 
5.16 for the Mets implied, 3.34 for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Tyon Walker, 7.1K against Mitch Keller, 5.4K. Any uh, any input there, uh, Deb? Well, for for if folks are doing the early, uh, you know, the early slate, um, I like Walker here. Um, I think he's a decent value play against a pretty anemic um, offense for uh, for Pittsburgh. So um, definitely, uh, you know, someone that I had before I realized that he was playing the earlier game, somebody I considered for a value pitcher. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't blame you at all. He's very fairly priced there. And, you know, with it being a little wet and a uh, pitcher's park anyway, could yeah. be a good spot for him. All right, the uh, uh, one of the other three, uh, 640 is Boston at Tampa in the Dome in Tampa, total of seven. 3.14 implied for Boston, 3.86 for the Rays. Lefty Rich Hill, the veteran, 5.9K against JT Shargos. I don't know if he's <laughs> he's 4K. I know they're going to have, you know, how Tampa always does. They'll pitch a couple innings, another guy pitches, whole nine yards. So wouldn't even think about any Tampa pitchers in this scenario. Uh, any interest in Hill or anybody jump out to you in this one? No, I wasn't too excited about this game. Pretty, pretty low score projected. Um, you know, um, Hill, you know, sometimes he's good. Sometimes he gives some things up, but this one, this one didn't excite me too much. Yeah. I mean, I'd go with Boston hitters, uh, you know, up and down that order. I think that's where you want to spend your money if you're playing that early three gamer. And the third game that we're not very concerned about, again, a 60% chance of showers in this game. Not That's not a good thing. Miami at Philadelphia, 72 degrees, wind blowing in from right at 10 miles an hour. Only seven for the number, 2.72 for the Marlins, 4.28 for the Phillies. Jesus Lazardo, the lefty, against Aaron Nola, Obviously, the veteran, he's 10.1K, Lazardo 8.5K. Nola, the man on that early threesome? Yeah, I mean, he's going to be the chalk. Um, I do worry about some rain on this one. And if they get delayed, you know, it's never good to have your starting pitcher stuck in a delay. No. Um, but, uh, but, but certainly, uh, you know, Nola against Miami is a, uh, you know, almost as sure as they get. It is. And take take those funds for them early those those early three games and put it towards this main slate. Yeah. That's what we you want to do. We got a All solid right. main slate. Absolutely. So the first game right off the bat is the game that has the rain major rain issue. Now I've not seen this number before, Deb. It says there's a 92% chance of <laughs> rain at the first pitch. Oh my gosh. That's Stay a big away. This yeah, is a that's scary. So it's yeah. it's the Twins at the Yankees, only 69 degrees in New York, wind blowing in from center at 10 miles an hour, and again, that huge rain chance. Only a six-and-a-half implied total, a minuscule 2.69 implied for the Twins, 3.81 for the Yankees. It's Joe Ryan at 8.3K uh, against Garrett Cole at 11.2K. So let's look uh, where these two teams stand in the stack uh, rankings. Obviously, you're you're going to have Minnesota dead last, no basically no ownership, 
stack wise there. And the Yankees, like almost none either. Would you believe they're only like 1% stack? That's the Yankees of all teams. So they're not getting any love. I think it's all people saying, I don't need to take them and I no need to risk, you know, kind of the rain delay situation. Well, I'm going to have to argue that point because guess what? Garrett Cole is the number one uh, expected own pitcher on the entire slate right now. Oh, interesting. Well, that's an easy swap out, though. You know, yes. you um, know early enough and you can swap them out. But early, yeah. it looks like 38% ownership with a 28.8% chance of being a top two stack, top wow. 2% stack. So he is number one. If you're going to go with them, you go with them and, and hope the weather holds. And like you said, if you have to pop them out of there, uh, then you get rid of them. And, and that's that. So yeah. um, on Ryan, the other side, I think, I think Ryan is Ryan has pitched well this year, you know, so to do some sort of a Yankee stack, I can see why people are staying away from that. He's pitched pretty well. I don't think he's faced the Yankees, so I don't think we have a lot to go on there. But, yeah, uh, he's he's seventh uh, projected ownership right now, so that's very respectable considering he's pitching against the Yankees. Yeah. Uh, s- almost seven percent in the early look, <clears throat> and a nine percent chance of being a top two percent uh, pitcher. So and that yeah, and that six and a half run total is uh, also keeping people away. Yeah, yeah. So you like me, anyone like, here? Go ahead. You like anyone here? No, I don't. Yeah. Uh, like I said at the at the jump here, I'm not playing any right? this game for right now. Yes. Okay. If, if the slate was to lock in 10 minutes, I would have no exposure to this game. Yeah. If things do turn around, you know, and they're they say it's clear they're going to play, you know, you got to consider Cole as a possibility. I mean, uh, Minnesota's just not hit. I mean, since Buxton went down, I say it on every podcast, they've just gone completely in the tank. And they're just not hitting, um, but not big stack ability on either side. Like I said, I do have some respect for Ryan too. So, uh, not a game. Even let's if they told me the weather was perfect, that I would be all over that game anyway. Right, um, right. I'm hoping since I'm looking to fade, and I'll tell you right now, Cole's my as of right now. He's 11.2k, which I think is too expensive on DraftKings, between the price and the weather, I'm just not going to go that route. Totally. I just don't think it's necessary. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping people continue to stay there if, there, if there's a delay or postponement. Yeah. Usually there's a group of people that don't get them out of there, even if there is. Right. So right. we'll see how that one flies. What I, about you I, on this game? Yeah, I hope it goes and people stay with him because, uh, you know, he's there's too many other good pitchers out there at the, at that level. And uh, I took a look at, you know, he's only producing about a 36 fa- uh, fantasy point average over the last eight games. That's not right. great for someone, you know, that's uh, that's human. So um, I'm, I'm definitely, he is my fade pitcher for today. Yeah, me too. And I, I just think he's a little pricey for, yeah. you know, what his bottom line number is. I mean, he's, that's around what DeGrom was priced the other day. And, and, you know, there's no comparison really with how DeGrom's pitched, you know, even in the shorter season that he's had. So yeah. I'm with you. All right. Game two, seven Oh five as well. It's the Toronto blue Jays at the Baltimore Orioles. Little chance of shower here, but we should be good. 76 degrees breeze blowing in from left at five miles an hour, eight and a half is the total 
Split right down the middle, Deb, 4.25 for both sides. Mitch White, 6.3K for the Blue Jays against Kyle Bradish, 6.8K for Baltimore. So as far as the stacks situation goes in this game, we've got uh, Baltimore not uh, getting much attention here whatsoever. They are at about uh, 3% ownership share, uh, percentage and a half, one and a half of being uh, a top stack uh, in this game. And then from the pitching side, we've got, uh, let's see where these two guys fall, Mitch White and Kyle Bradish. Mitch White is no almost no ownership, half a percent, um, 4% chance of being a top two pitch, though. That's not that bad. And uh, Bradish, uh, half a percent as well, with a 6% chance of being a top 2% pitcher. So he hasn't been that bad, really, Bradish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any been- any love for this game? I do. I think uh, I think this is a nice offensive game. I'm going to be sourcing some offense. Um, okay. I do, I do like Toronto as a mini stack. Um, you know, he, uh, Bradish has been pitching well, but he has not pitched particularly well against Toronto. Um, he hasn't gotten over 20 fantasy points in three different games against Toronto. Toronto hits him pretty well. Um, righties in particular. So I like that middle of the lineup with Vlad and Guriel, maybe a little Kirk and Bichette. Um, so I do like that. And, and surprisingly, they're not um, uh, they're not a top-tier stack right now, and there's a right. little bit of leverage play. So I do like them. You know, as a real sneaky GPP, I like Baltimore because okay. um, Mitch White hasn't proven much recently since the trade, and uh, um, not a lot to go on because he hasn't really faced Baltimore. So I think that's keeping people away. And, and Baltimore has a good lineup. Um, they can they can pop it a bunch. So um, so I actually think that there's a, um, a real opportunity on both sides in this game. Yeah, I mean, I like it too a little bit considering it's not getting any love whatsoever. So just the leverage of no ownership in this game for two teams that can hit and, you know, like just average pitching. Um, you know, for me, when I play uh, hitters in Camden Yards anymore, I really like the lefties because – you can still poke the ball out and right a lot easier than you can in left. And, you know, that w- this way, you know, the guys like Mullins, uh, Rutschman, who I think, you know, is a great play every night, uh, and Santander, one, two, three, and then Gunnar Henderson probably batting fifth. So you got four lefties at the top there. Um, I could very easily have two of those guys. I'm not probably going to go stacking the O's, but I'm going to have some exposure and then, you, you know, you can't go wrong with a one-off on the Blue Jays' side either. Uh, the, the only problem with the Blue Jays, they're so expensive now. Did you see the top one, two, three, four, five, six, top six guys? Yeah. The cheapest guys, five, two. So that's a lot. It's gone up there, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to stack them and, and have much uh, in the bank left over. All right, game three, Deb, 740. Cincinnati Reds at the Chicago Cubs game in Wrigley. It is a comfortable 71 degrees, light breeze blowing in from left center at eight miles an hour. Only a seven and a half total, 3.29 implied for the Reds, 4.21 for the Cubs. Uh, two shaky pitchers here, Justin Dunn, 5.8K 
against Wade Miley at 6.1K. So let's take a quick look at Cincinnati and the Cubs on the stacks tool. Uh, about a one and a half percent Cincinnati. They're not getting uh, much love there at all. Cubs uh, are getting a lot. They're second right now uh, in ownership at, as far as stacks, 11.4. So Dunn has been a gas can. There's no doubt about it. And so good ownership look looking so far from uh, the share there. Um, only though, the, the weird thing with that one, though, even though they're almost at 12% on the stack, only a 4% chance of being a top a 2% stack. So I don't know. The leverage there doesn't look very good. Are you interested in the Cubs here? Um, I'm looking at a couple of one-offs on, on the Cubs, um, not, but not a stack. I think the leverage is not great. There's, and there's other lineups that are better. Um, I do like, um, I do like lefties against Dunn. So I like keeping Ortega in the mix as a, or even Rebus, but more likely Ortega as a, um, just min salary guy, just someone I need to fill in. Um, and I am eyeing Hat for some pop in the middle of the lineup. So Those are a couple of guys, but not not any kind of a not any kind of stack. Um, yeah. I am, however, uh, interested in Miley. Really, He's, he is my value pitcher today. What? Yes, you're kidding. Yes. Do you know that he right now is projected as the third lowest owned pitcher on the entire slate? Well, there you go. Half a percent. So you there are you very contrarian. My sneaky. DK GPP along with some Baltimore guys. Massively yeah. sneaky. So what's your Miley love based on? If I can ask, you know, um, he's, well, so he used to pitch for Cincinnati. So a little bit of a revenge game. Okay. Um, and uh, you know, I think that um, he's, I mean, he's been a good pitcher throughout his career. Um, and he was, he was injured. He's coming back from the, the injured list. And I think he's, I think he's still got some stuff left and he's, yeah. So far this year, I mean, he as he's pitched, he's had a couple of couple of good games. Um, you know, not alert, allowing any more than uh, three earned runs. And uh, I don't know against. I mean, against Cincinnati, um, he's so low priced and low owned that yeah. I think um, you know if there's anyone who's who's got a shot at it, um, I think he pitches well at home. I think uh, I think he could give us uh, thirty plus points. Oh my gosh. All right. That's a, that is one of your most gutsy calls of the year. That's I, a, I love it. <laughs> you know, th- this hey, Josh from- Davis, Josh Davis says he likes Miley too. Look at this. Oh crash. my gosh. All right. Uh, can I stack the red please? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'll tell you this, this game. It's going to be the GPP. That's, yeah, that's okay. uh, I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> you and crash, you and crash go for it. I, I'm Ooh. with you. I mean, I can't say I'm I'm going to have much of anything in this game. I don't particularly like Dunn or Miley, and I don't like these offenses either. And cooler temperatures in Chicago, little breeze blowing in. Just I I very likely will have no exposure to this game at all, and not feel the least bit bad about it. This is why we work so well together. Different That's lineups, right. right? You gotta you gotta ham and egg it, right? <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one. 7.45, a full five minutes later, we have the Washington Nationals against Crash's new favorite team, according to Lanny in Discord, 
that crashes switch from the Brewers to the Cardinals. Did did you hear that news? I know. <laughs> that is big news. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. But Lanny, if he's listening, we'll we'll go with you on that one. So yeah, Lanny's this one pushing. Is- Lanny's showing the standings every day. And uh- oh, I know he's just he's beating uh beating up Crash pretty bad on that one, that's for sure. <laughs> but it is it is uh, a nice uh, 77 degrees, no real wind in St. Louis, so it should be a good weather game. Eight's the total, three for the nationals, five implied for the cardinals. Paulo Espino not been solid this year, 5.2k against the lefty that they picked up from the Pirates, Jose Quintana, at 7.5K. So as far as Washington-St. Louis stack-wise, St. Louis getting a little bit of action. They're about 5%, with about 5% chance of being a top-two stack. And on the other side of it, let's see, um, as far as the Nationals, as you would expect, very little 2% about a one and a half percent chance of being the top stack as far as the pitchers go in this one let's take a, a gander there because I'm not sure if if you have some courage to go that route but if you want to you're going to get Paulo Espino virtually unowned and then you're going to get uh let's see where is our man he's I think getting some ownership Jose Quintana coming in uh, at 8% with an 8% chance of being a uh, top uh, pitcher, uh, 2% top pitcher. So what do you think? Quintana giving you any interest there? Not really. He's no? sort of, you know, sort of middle of the road. I told you who my value guy was, and yeah. uh, he's, he's not certainly not one of my payups. So not today. Okay. Uh, hitting? How about that side of it? Yeah, I mean, I I really like St. Louis here, and uh, yeah. kind of kind of surprised they're not getting more ownership, frankly. I, so I feel yeah. like my stacks today are um, for some reason under the radar, and uh, I'll I'll take it because I feel pretty good about St. Louis bats against. I mean, Espina has not been good. No, um, and you know what I'm what I'm not sure of quite yet is how. You know, how low do I go in the lineup? Because like Toronto, these, you know, the Goldschmidt Arenado bats are expensive. Yeah. Um, but you got, you know, you got O'Neill, you have Newt Bar. I mean, there's there's definitely some some other places to go to surround that. But I do uh I do like that. And I would slightly lean towards Arenado today instead of Goldschmidt. Okay. Yeah, because it's so hard with the pricing to go for yeah. both of them. Yeah. I was lucky to get Otani and uh, trout yesterday. Yeah, that, that was, was amazing. A, that was fun to be able to squeeze those guys in there, but I could do it because I, you know, I had the cheap Hunter Brown. So that made it, uh, made it all come together, but today's a new day. So <clears throat> all those good uh, results yesterday are wonderful, but right now I have zero like everybody else. <laughs> so we got to build it from the ground up. That's right. That's right. I think the Cardinals ownership will rise a little bit as the day goes on. That's my expectation there. I think that number will go up. Uh, Certainly they're in a good spot here. I mean, you know, Newt Bar at the top, I think is a nice play at 3-3. Donovan's only 2-8. Again, you know, it's hard to get to Goldschmidt and Arenado, one or the other maybe. Uh, Corey Dickerson is always a a nice punt play because he bats up in the order, but he can get pinch hit for. So, I, you know, I'm not going to stack the Cardinals, but I do want a little exposure there. 
Um, hard to trust anybody on the national side. I know they scored some runs, you know, and beat the Cardinals the other day, but I just, uh, I have no confidence in, in that side of it at all. So I'm not going to have a ton of exposure there, but certainly I uh, wouldn't mind grabbing a newt bar or somebody like that um, from the Cardinal side. Cool. Let me check uh, chat for a while because I totally disregarded chat for quite I've some been watching time. it. We're, we're having some good chats going on. Is there? I see yeah. lots of stuff popping up here all over the place. Uh, let's see. Yes. A Millie Maker. Oh, yeah. We're all over. We're so fired up for the NFL. It's not even funny. Everybody's building stuff. We'll be talking about that all week. Um, Josh yeah, King, and King Smack and I decided we're sharing the uh, the Millie Maker. Just, you know, so you know, just putting everyone on watch. <clears throat> yeah. I think that's very fair. Um, let's see. Uh, what else? Uh, what else do we have in here? Just chit chat back and forth. Any question here? Buffalo Wild Wings. What's this? No, that's Thursday. <laughs> that's Thursday night. That's. <laughs> I want some Buffalo Wild Wings right now. Yeah. There's Boom Fantasy's not in Jersey. That's not one of the six uh, twenty-six states. That's a bummer. Yeah. Is that not the case or is it in Jersey? No, they're know. not in New Jersey. But oh, they're man. getting there. They're getting there. I, I feel like, I mean, they, they ranked up, they wrapped, uh, sorry, ramped up to 26 pretty quickly. So. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I mean, this we'll, that's we'll going to, you'll see uh, states adding on every week there. So yeah. Um, yeah. I'll look at this. I've lost track. There's so much chat going. I love this. This is what I want to see. Bo Jackson made an appearance in chat. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> What's up, boy from Cali? I, I didn't see him in here at the very beginning. This Josh Davis, man, he's chatty. <laughs> Hingo A, is that somebody new? Have we seen Hingo in here before? If not, welcome. Lankua A, I know you've been in there before. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome to see everybody. I just absolutely yeah, love when we get it. There's a lot of confidence in St. Louis and Atlanta as stacks. Yeah, a little bit of love for uh, Baltimore now. I know Josh is excited about Milwaukee, probably, but boy, are they going to be chalk? Oh my God! Yeah, we'll get yeah. to that. You know what? What really sucks is I just I don't like when there's a Coors game that just it skews everything so much. Yeah, and it true. really is. It's just one of those things. You know what are you going to do? All right, let's get to the next one. Eight ten. We've got the Cleveland Guardians and Kansas City Royals. 82 degrees in Kansas City, no wind to speak of, clear as a bell there, seven and a half total. We have 4.39 implied for the Guardians, 3.11 is all for the Royals. We got Sugar Shane Bieber, Sugar Shane, 10.6K for the Guardians, and Chris Bubich, the lefty, at 6K for the Kansas City Royals. So if we look at stacks for Cleveland and Kansas City, Cleveland's coming in at the third highest projected ownership for stacks right now at almost 8% with a 5.5% chance of being a top 2% stack. And on the other side, Kansas City, virtually nothing, like a third of a percent. So people afraid of Bieber for sure. And then pitching-wise, Bieber is the third highest projection on DraftKings uh, pitching-wise at a healthy 26.3% with a top 2% uh, pitching possibility of almost 20%. So solid there. And then Bubich, 
Uh, not much there. Half a percent, a uh, little chance of being top 2%. So he is not getting any love. So let me start off. I'll start this one off, Deb, because Cleveland is one of my three stack teams today. Okay. And, I, and they're not, I mean, they're getting attention, but I don't think enough. I, I think against Bubich, I love this lineup against the lefty. Cleveland's hitting the ball. Uh, they're in a pennant race. Uh, Bubich has been struggling. And I just like the value. Stephen Kwan, 3.2K, also happens to be one of my value plays that I really like today. I think he's. I think he has a great chance of, of uh, paying that number. And then, you know, I always like Ramirez as a good possibility. But you can get so many guys in that lineup cheap, Deb. Oscar Gonzalez is 3-1. Owen Miller's 2-6. Tyler Freeman, 2-4. I mean, these aren't guys that, you know, are going to blow the doors in, but they're good guys that can possibly hit a home run, get some extra base hits. And even though it's only a 4.39 implied for Cleveland, I really like them to score some runs against Bubich and that Kansas City bullpen. What do you think? Yeah, I think you're right on the money. I mean, my only fear is, and again, as a cash player, I think going with one of the uh, you know more popular uh, more popular stack plays is not an issue at all. Um, I do. I love your call on Quan at the top of the order there. Um, very fairly priced. I think he's going to be great today. I know you have your man crush with Ramirez. So uh, <laughs> um, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I love it a lot. I mean, Chris the Boob Boobish, right? I mean, he is uh, <laughs> at two and ten, one of the uh, uh, you know one of the easiest targets. So I like it a lot. Yeah, I, I mean, I and I and Bieber, by the way, he's not my pay up selection, but he's my secondary pay up selection. So I'll give you my my buy up picture here in a bit. There may be a lineup where I go cheaper hitting and I play two buy-up pitchers. Bieber would be that second pitcher at 10.6. I think he's in a great spot here. His strikeouts have been solid. Um, and, you know, Kansas City, I do respect Melendez with Perez and Prado at the top, but it gets a little strikeout-ish at the bottom. So uh, I think, you know, again, Bieber didn't quite make my top pay-up pitcher but I think he's a great play today. Yeah, I totally agree. I love Bieber. He came very close to being my uh, my top pitcher. It was it was a bit of a toss up, and uh, I'm wondering if uh, we'll see if you and I are on the same guy. Probably yeah. not. I'm thinking, but it's possible. Uh, it's possible. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was neck and neck with uh, my guy and Bieber. So agree with um, that. Same thing for me. So. All right, let's hit the next one. Also at 810 in the Dome in Houston. Uh, more than likely, the roof's closed. Still hot in Texas. Uh, it is the Texas Rangers at the Houston Astros. Seven and a half is the total. 2.71 is all. Very low implied total for the Rangers. 4.79, pretty healthy one for the Astros implied. Glenn Otto, 6.6K against Fromber Valdez. The lefty at 10K. So far as stacks go for Texas and Houston, um, Houston not getting much love at all. I thought they would get a little bit, but right now only about 3% with a 5% chance of being a top 2% stack. Texas down at the very bottom, 
like literally almost unowned in all aspects against Valdez. Is Valdez your your payup? He is not. Oh, okay. I thought he was going to be yours. He's not He's yours not. either. Huh? Nope. Okay. What do you think about this game? Yeah. Um. You know. Uh, yeah, I'm not interested in the Texas bats, nor am I interested in Otto. Um, I think I think the Houston bats will will do will do okay against Otto. Um, I may look for a couple of uh, less expensive bats, um, but um, they're not going to be uh, they're not going to be one of my stacks today. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are going to be on Valdez. I think he'll keep getting more and more ownership. You know, Texas has the propensity to be able to pop a ball out of here once in a while with some of these, you know, uh, home run hitters. Not that they're a good hitting team, but, you know, that short porch in Houston, I think, uh, and the fact that Valdez really isn't a strikeout pitcher. I mean, I I do really admire the fact that he's a bulldog. He'll pitch seven, eight, nine innings. So, you know, if you're going to go with Valdez, you could feel comfortable he's going to go deep. But just, I just don't see him as a, you know, big K guy here. Uh, the guy that I'm paying up to, I think, is just in a little bit better spot. I'm certainly not going to stack any kind of Texas hitting against Valdez. And uh, on the Houston side, though, certainly wouldn't mind going one off to a few different spots. I really like Kyle Tucker today. Uh, I think he's in a, a good spot. Bregman also. But they're both 5.3K, so you got to, you know, Jordan Alvarez has been in a bit of a slump, 5'9", and Altuve at the top at 5'8". So they're expensive. Uh, That's going to keep me from stacking them. But if I can grab one or two Astros, I'd feel good about it. Yeah, that's it. I'm just, I am going to sort of one-off it because I'm not not really interested. Given how expensive they are, I think there's some better stacks that'll get you a little more leverage as well. And Otto's been playing a little bit better. I mean, he was just terrible. Um, Yeah. He's playing a little better. So yeah. He has definitely pitched better the second half. No question. Yeah. At least yeah. respectful, you know? Yeah. All right. Now we get to this stinking game. Uh, Crash is going to be jumping up and down, running around, excited about oh, this one. Boy. We got the Coors game. And it's 91 stinking degrees in Denver. Jeez. Milwaukee at Colorado. I'm surprised that the run total is not higher. It's only 11. Uh, 6.39 for those Milwaukee Brewers, 4.61 for the Rockies. Brandon Woodruff, 9.4K against Chad Cool, 5.6K. So the the question is, how much do you jump on this Coors game today? Let's see what the general public thinks. And you know it's going to be ugly. How about a massive, almost three times more, than any other stack in baseball as of now. Milwaukee coming in at almost a 33% share and a 24% uh, top 2% stack potential. That's a big, big number. So I don't know how you get away from them today. Colorado, uh, somehow, you know, even though it's there, I guess they, they love Woodruff enough. Only 3% ownership on the Rockies right now, which I think is too low. Uh, And they have a 5.6% chance of being a top 2% stack. Pitching-wise, of course, Chad Cool dead last. Nobody in their right mind would uh, roster him. Brandon Woodruff, you know, people afraid of Coors a little bit. 
and he is 9400 bucks. But only, uh, would you believe, only a 2% ownership share? I mean, Crash is going to have a heart attack. 2% on Brandon Woodruff? That's the lowest I've ever seen Brandon Woodruff, for sure. That's a tough and combination. It is. But he is a 9% chance of being a top 2% pitcher. So right. you're going to get more leverage by than any other pitcher on the slates, you know, a plus seven one, which is pretty, pretty big deal. Yeah. So what is, what is it? How, how much all in are you on this game? Or are you going to try to, uh, you know, soft shoe it or what's the deal here? Yeah. You know, um, I, I like to play a little contrarian. I I'm not excited about stacking this up with everybody else. Wow. Trying to be perfect. Um, I think, you know, Milwaukee has not been hitting great. Um, I do believe that Woodruff, I mean, you know, he's playing cores. That'll be a little tougher, but I think he's going to, you know, keep the Colorado bats at bay and the Colorado bats are not great. Um, so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go for like an under game here and wow. I have a couple, I'm not going to fade Milwaukee completely. Um, but I just don't trust that, that all their bats are going to come to life. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to actually be selective. Um, I'm eyeing one or two guys. One of them is my home run call today. I was debating between Arenado and this guy, but I got to go with Rowdy Rowdy today for my home run call. Roundy, Roundy Telez, huh? I'm going with Telez. Um, and uh, I'm, he's going to be my HR call. He's, uh, you know, lefties hit home runs against Cole. Um, he gives up about two every nine innings. And, uh, you know, in cores, you know, all he has to do, I mean, Telez has so much, you know, weight behind him. He just needs to make contact. Oh, now <laughs> don't weight shame the poor guy. <laughs> just because I call him roundy, that's that, that's really just he's an all-around good guy is what i'm right trying. right <laughs> so um <laughs> yeah so he's gonna be my guy and i may take a look at renfro other than that i'm uh i'm i'm staying away that is courageous um a little gutsy um today's a gutsy day got it, it you is. know going for it i am gonna be chalky today it's just it is what it is it's just too good of a spot for me i can't pass it up and you guys know I'm very contrarian a lot of the time, but I eat the chalk when I have to. As a single entry and cash player, you know, I, I feel like I just can't catch up the score on a lot of the, you know, other teams with sure. what I can get here. So I'll probably have three or four brewers in, mo in my lineups today. And I'll probably come back on the other side with a couple of Rockies. So, you know, either four brewers, two Rockies or three and two, something of that nature. I will have by far my most exposure to this game. I just think it's, it is what it is. So, you know, in essence, Milwaukee is my number one stack. Colorado and Cleveland are my other two stacks. So this game, I believe it with that hot of weather, um, these pitchers, which Woodruff has not been great. He really hasn't. And Chad Cool stinks. I mean, it's that simple. So I just think they're going to hit, you know, this, this seems like a, nine, seven kind of game, 10, seven, whatever, I think 15, 17 runs. And I just want to have every piece of it. I can, uh, my, it, I have both my, uh, BVP and HR call from this game. I'm going with, uh, Adamus, which really isn't a, 
shouldn't I shouldn't call it really a BVP because he's only faced him six times, but he's hit you know got three hits against him, 1095 OPS, 667 slugging, and a 500 average. And then I am going with Hunter Renfro. Uh, he's faced him once, and guess what? That ball's still screaming and going. It's well, a home run. <laughs> so you know when you have a 5,000 OPS, a 4,000 slugging, and a 1,000. OBP and average, I think yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> you can't get a smaller sample size. I'll say that. No, no he's perfect though. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, you know, I think I'll have Adamas Renfro everywhere. Roundy Telez, you know, I just he's he's going to be probably like the highest owned guy on the whole slate. I've seen 30 35 percent ownership from, and I yeah. get it. You know, in a stack, uh, I probably will have him in there, but. You know, I still think Colton Wong, Andrew McCutcheon, uh, you know, Christian Yelich, all great plays. And they're not like crazy expensive, Dev. That's what, mm -hmm. what I like. I mean, yeah. Yelich is 4-4. Domus I'll have to pay for it, 5-5. Five, five. Uh, Roundy's only 4-2. Renfro, 4-5. Wong, 3-7. McCutcheon, 4. So, I mean, they DraftKings made a huge mistake here. They needed to price up these Milwaukee bats in cores. I mean, I know they haven't hit lately, but those are professional hitters in the perfect setting. And yeah. I think they screwed up on the pricing. So I'm going to take advantage of it. Yeah. And I think that's why they're so high owned as well. I mean, it, you can't, you know, you got the you got location, the pricing, all of it. So yep. we'll see. Don't forget and to I, throw in a DPP that doesn't have them there, coach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, and I'll tell you what, uh, on the Colorado side, you know, probably just cherry pick two guys out of there, whether it be Blackman or Crone or McMahon. You know, I'm a little sour on Grishik. Uh, he looked bad the other day. Even a Diaz, you know, as a, as a catcher. Uh, yeah. I just I think it's just a great game to have a lot of exposure to, unfortunately. Cool. All right, we have three late games. If you're playing the after-hour slate, you've got a chance to do it, and they all start at almost the exact same time, so that's a fun after-hour slate. We have a 938 and two 940 games. The 938 game is the Tigers and my Los Angeles Angels, who I love after what they did for me last night. It is 88 warm degrees in L.A., so still a little hotter than normal there. Uh, breeze blowing out to left six miles an hour, eight and a half is the total. Four even for the Tigers, four and a half for the Angels. Eduardo Rodriguez, the lefty, 7.4K for the Tigers. And Mike Mayers or Myers, I think, I'm not sure which way it's pronounced, but the man from Halloween is 4.8K for the Angels. So let's take a quick look, look at stacks, Detroit and LA. Angels, uh, about fifth highest projection for ownership stack-wise at 5.5% with a 3.5% chance of being a top 2% stack. Detroit, on the other hand, not so much, but not... Oh, no, I take that back. Detroit is getting a lot of action here. They are fourth right now in stack. What wow. is going on in this world? Wow. I'm looking at it. I double-checked it. It's 7% ownership right now projection, which isn't that high, but it's fourth. And it's a 3.7% uh, chance of being 
a top 2% stack. So unbelievable. I've never okay. seen Detroit as a top five team Seriously. in stacks. Seriously. Let's look at these two pitchers as far as ownership there goes and see if any of that backs it up. As far as um, Mike Myers, he is coming in at uh, a big ownership here. So explain this to me, Deb. How can Mike Myers be projected at 23.4% ownership, but yet Detroit is the fourth or fifth highest stack yeah, uh, projected team? That's going to change. I mean, I know he was incredibly low priced. That's, uh, that's, he's 4,800. So you he's a punt get, play. You can't get a, a, a average a outfielder for that. Yeah. So he's yeah. a total punt play, but I don't, I don't buy it. I think that's going to change. Yeah. And Eduardo Rodriguez, uh, less than 1%. So he's not getting anything. Well, I'll, let me throw this out there for you. Mike Myers is my value pitcher. And I don't like Mike Myers that much at all. He's not that good. In fact, you know, he got hit around by the Yankees, but a lot of people would pitch decently, though, against Tampa, Minnesota, and Seattle. And he's gone deeper. You know, he was only going four innings, three, two, three, four innings early on. Now he's going generally going to give you five innings. So, okay. you know, again, I'm not running to the bank saying this is the, the greatest guy ever. But when you could take a guy for 4,800 and if he grabs us, what, 17 to 23 uh, fantasy points here, Fandle points, for example, I mean, that's enough because now you can get two more home run uh, sticks in there. You can stack a little deeper in cores. So I yeah. say it very gingerly here. You know, I, I have a, a pay up pitcher that I like that's coming up. May, uh, Myers is sort of my value play that I'm going to have in some lineups. And, but where I don't have him, I'm going to pay up for the other pitcher and uh, go with Bieber as my second. So it's a very lukewarm recommendation. I just, 4,800 is ridiculous though. Yeah. Yeah. So that's but, where I stand on that. Guy. All right. Okay. What about I'm, you? I'm sticking with my Miley. I may have to pay, you know, 1500 more, but I don't know. I just, uh, buyers makes me nervous. Oh, he makes <laughs> me nervous. You know, I will tell you if this makes you feel any better, Detroit is 27th in the league in strikeouts, uh, uh against righties. Uh, and so there's, yeah. uh, did I say 27th? Yeah, 27th, yeah. No, uh, fifth in strikeouts. I okay. apologize. They're they're 27th in batting average at 228. So they're not hitting and they are striking out. So if Myers can right. grab a few points extra there in a good five, five and two-thirds innings, get me that 23, I'm going to be thrilled. You'll be thrilled, exactly. Okay. Scary, though. <laughs> It is, but not undoable. I get it. I get it. What about, um, what about yeah. I mean, now you're now you're going risky. Well, Myers is is risky, but forty eight hundred that's sort of risk adverse, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You don't want to take a zero there, of course, but uh, you know, it, it really does give you a chance to get some big bats in there. Yeah, to, yeah, to get down there for sure. Are you going to go back to any of the angels that we ran with yesterday? No, 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 in general, I thought it was great calls yesterday, but uh, no, I'm not running it back at all. Not of interest. 
I mean, where I do use Myers, I might use Trout because I think 5.6 is very fair for him. And he is in one of his grooves. And when he's in a groove, there's no stopping him. Um, yeah. Shoei's hitting the ball like a maniac, too. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing to watch with the two of them. Yeah, lefty on lefty there, though. But, uh, you know, that'll keep his ownership way down. And I'll tell you, Rengifo, every time I play him, he just bangs out four or five hits. The guy's ridiculous. for, And his price never goes up. He's still only 3.9 batting cleanup for them. That's unbelievable. It is. So I'll have a couple angels probably somewhere scattered in there, but not stacking like I did yesterday and no exposure to that Tigers team with the wonderful two, you know, 228 batting average. So no thanks. Yeah, probably not for me either. I mean, I may have a fill in guy just, uh, you know, if, if it works out, I might throw in a, you know, because they're so they're so cheap on the Detroit side, but nothing more than that. Yep. Josh, how you doing, man? Josh Gillum, that is. Great to have you jumping in there with us. Uh, let's see. As King of Smack, I say, I think he's saying run it back with the Angels. I, I wouldn't wouldn't blame you. Uh, I need a Mike Myers Halloween mask. <laughs> it, I'll tell you what, I'd rather have that than a Wade Miley Halloween mask. That's all I'm saying. That could, <laughs> that could be a side bet in the making there. Who'd ever think we're bet, side betting Mike Myers against Wade Miley? How about a Miley Cyrus? Uh, exactly. That's about it. Uh, let's see. Hi, coach. I'm back. My internet was down for five days. Tony A, good Lord. we You can't be away from us that long, man. Thank goodness you're back and you missed a, a little bit of a hot streak here, but you're catching on at the right time. We are going to get let it rock and roll and keep it going. All right. We're right on pace, Deb. We just have two more games and we'll give our uh, prize picks and then, of course, our boom fantasy picks of the day and we'll get on down the road. Um, the last two games, they're both at 940. The Atlanta Braves at the Oakland Athletics. Uh, I don't believe this, but it's true. It says it's going to be 87 in Oakland. Oh, my Those gosh. Yeah. May, they may yeah. melt. It's California like, is on fire right now. Yeah. It's usually 57 in Oakland, you know, literally. So 87 degrees in Oakland is unheard of. I wonder how that's going to affect things. You know, now I'm a little bit afraid. I I saw that it was warm in California, but I did not realize it was that hot. So I'm going to be watching this closely. A uh, little bit of a six mile an hour breeze blowing out to right. Eight is the total here. The Braves have a 4.86 implied and the Oakland Athletics 3.14. Kyle Wright 9.7K against Cole Irvin, the lefty at 7.8K. And I would assume process of elimination, we both like Kyle Wright. You got it. That's yes. it. He is <laughs> <up. laughs> He's my pay up as well. Yep. Yep. I love him today. I mean, he's a, he's a strikeout pitcher. Oakland's exactly. dead last in baseball with a 217 average. You know, I don't care if it's 87 there. It's still a tough uh, park to hit in. Huge foul territory. I think Kyle Wright's the guy, you know? And and look at let's look at the ownership real quick, Deb. First of all, uh, let's get this out of the way. Oakland not getting any stack uh, ability whatsoever. Explain this one to me, though, Deb. I, I am sort of perplexed, I guess, because everybody thinks Oakland's such a terrible park to hit in. Right now, they're only 3.5% ownership stack. Yeah. 
Yeah. Thought that was odd. I know. I know. I'm shocked by that. Um, and, and they have a, you know what? Here's the weirdest part. There's 6.8% uh, chance of being a top 2% stack. So that's mm -hmm. a, a pretty odd, odd bunch. And I'll let you do all the talking yeah. here. But I'll tell you, as far as the pitchers, Kyle Wright is fifth right now in at 14% projected ownership, 12% chance of being a top two. And on the other side of the ball for Oakland, uh, we are looking at Cole Irvin, uh, almost not owned half a percent. Yeah. So tell me what you think. I know, I think you're a Braves person today, aren't you? Yeah, I do like the Braves today. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Kyle Wright, that's what I loved about him in this spot. I mean, you know, his ownership is is in a really great spot versus some of these other guys like a, like a Valdez or a, a, a Cole. Um, so I thought that, you know, a little bit under the radar in terms of ownership. Uh, I mean, the guy's won 17 games this year. He's, oh, I he's, mean. He can pitch. He can pitch. And like you said, strikeout pitcher against a strikeout team. Um, so yeah, I, um, super love him. Uh, you know, obviously don't love any Oakland bats on the, um, on the Atlanta side, you know, if, um, it looks right now, I mean, the expected lineup has Grossman in, I love Grossman here, you know, used to play for Oakland, same with oh, Matt Olson, actually, right. So, yep. um, but I just, I, you know, Grossman at that price is unreal. And, you know, I love a bunch of bats around him. I mean, I think either Contreras or Darno for my catcher. Um, and like I mentioned, Olsen. And then Acuna has hit Irvin really well. Um, yeah. you know, not sure if I'm going to have enough money left for him, uh, depending on, you know, what I do with like an Arenado, et cetera. But uh, um, he has really now, I think a lot of those hits have been, um, you know, in Atlanta, not in Oakland, but uh uh, I'm just pulling up the numbers right now. I mean, four for five with two home runs and two walks. Yeah. You know, it's a good a BVP play right there. OP, OPS of 2.857. That's all? I mean, that's obscene. Wow. Obscene. So, um, so, you know, he is definitely someone I'm going to see where and how I can, uh, can fit him in. Yeah. I, I'm sure. I think the Atlanta ownership is going to go up. I, I really yeah. do. I just don't see how it's not higher owned. And I'll tell you, if it stays that low, Deb, just because of leverage, I'm going to switch some of my ownership in a few different spots to get a few more Braves bats in there. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a good call. And I, I do think Wright is, is to me, I feel like he's the safest play for, for cash, in yeah. my opinion. Uh, I just think he's in a great spot. Nice, nice. I am interested to see that that the temperature does spark my interest, though. I'm going to look, do a little research because I don't remember talking on a podcast in these years where there was a a, a temperature approaching 90 in Oakland ever. So, yeah, <laughs> very interesting to see. Uh, so we'll see how that rolls. All right, anything else from that game? That's it for me. All right. Last one on the slate, San Francisco Giants, L.A. Dodgers at 10-10. Again, still a little warmer than normal in L.A., 85 degrees, wind blowing out to right center, 10 miles an hour. A flat nine total in Vegas and doubled up San Francisco three, Los Angeles dollars, Dodgers six. I called them the dollars. Maybe that means that that's where you make your dollars tonight. I don't know. But the Los Angeles Dollars, also known as the Dodgers, at six 
implied. And we have a battle of the Tylers here. Tyler Rogers at the big fat 4K price. Uh, and who knows who's going to pitch this game for the Giants uh, in different spots there. And Tyler Anderson, the lefty, at 8.1K for the Dodgers. Exposure here. Uh, let's see what we got. As far as stacks, we've got the Dodgers coming in low 3% with a big 6% chance of being a top 2% stack. So that's impactful. San Francisco uh, on their side, also little respect, 3.5% ownership. So they're actually getting more ownership initially here than the Dodgers, which makes no sense, I guess, because they're all so damn cheap. Uh, And then from the pitching side, you've got, um, let's see here, Dodgers, Tyler Anderson at under 10% initial ownership, 12% chance of being a top 2% pitcher. And for San Francisco, there's multiple guys listed, the long guy, the starter guy, we Che, whatever. I don't know if he's a Korean pitcher, Japanese pitcher. He's supposed to get a bulk of play um, pitching wise, but almost no ownership for that group of guys, which is hard to, to really want to, you know, roster yeah. somebody against the Dodgers. So what do you think about this last game on the slate? Yeah. I mean, so, you know, I struggle with all with these, you know, with the primary, the starters and the primary pitcher, and you don't really know who the team's going to be facing. Um, So it was, it's hard for me. I mean, I do, you know, I do tend to, when you, when you look at the implied run total for the Dodgers, um, you know, and, and the fairly low ownership, um, I think they're very intriguing. Definitely. Um, On the, on the San Fran side, I was really surprised by the ownership and, uh, I am I am not going towards San Fran except one guy, um, and he is going to be my BBP today. Um, okay. I'm, I'm hoping he's going to be a little under the the radar screen, and that's Wilmer Flores, yeah, um, who has had a really nice uh, history against Tyler Anderson. Um, he is um, six of fifteen with a homer, three RBIs, and two walks. A 1.137 OPS. So again, not a high price guy. I can use him to fit a couple of the other guys in my lineup. And uh, um, with the, with stats like that against Anderson, um, I'm feeling good about uh, plugging him in as my BDP. Yep. I like it. Um, for me, I mean, pitching wise, I'm not looking at anybody here. Um, I mean, Anderson is a reasonable player. I would, you know, would say, uh, I do think the Dodgers are, if their ownership stays down, I think are a good pivot. If you're going to pivot away from anything in cores, uh, the Dodgers might be the spot to go, but you know, you're in that quandary again of price yeah. six, five for bets, six for Trey Turner, five, six for Freeman and five, five for Will Smith. So, you know, those four, I mean, how much, how much exposure can you really have there? Yeah. And then even the guys at the bottom aren't exactly giveaway pricing four nine Muncy four six JT etc. So hard stack to have a one off here or there wouldn't be a bad idea I think, and yeah. uh, maybe even a one off from the San Fran side, but uh, not a game I'll be focusing on. Yeah, I have a lineup right now that has Trey Turner in it. Um, 
So uh, he's the one guy I'm eyeing. I'm also trying to see if uh, if I can fit, you know, Freddie Freeman in instead of Turner. Those are the yep. two guys I'm looking at. And I like the call, King of Smack. Muncie let me down yesterday. Hopefully he uh, can step back up today. I don't know. I probably won't have the guts to go back to him there. But, um, you know, day late dollar short does have a tendency to happen in DF DFS. Or as they used to say in poker, flop lag. You know what I mean? <laughs> just a little bit late, that's for sure. Exactly. <laughs> All right, we have two last things to go over, and that is our prize picks plays and our boom fantasy plays today. Um, I would like to say, if you're watching right now and you haven't done it uh, so far, please take a second. If you're on YouTube, hit the thumbs up. We're going to take three seconds to do that. One, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000. Everybody hit the thumbs up. Awesome. Then hit the subscribe button if you haven't and the little alert button in the upper corner. That lets you know when any uh, of our podcasts post. And with all the NFL pods coming out, you're going to want that information uh, and be able to know when they're there so you don't miss them. If you're on Twitter watching it live, please like, retweet. If you want to join Boom Fantasy, do it now because they are the best. They have terrific offer, 100% match on that first 100. You can uh, The link is here in Twitter, on TikTok, in, on YouTube, and on our website at DFS Coach Talk. And you want to definitely jump on Boom Fantasy there. All right. Prize picks, let's give two each, Deb. How does that sound? Yeah, sounds great. You want to give your first one? Sure. Um, so I'm going with Merrill Kelly um, over four and a half strikeouts. Um, he has only uh, gone under four and a half strikeouts one uh, one time since July 1st. Oh, wow. That's a pretty good bet for me. That's like the Jason Tatum. Uh, uh, That's right. Throw, exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Hit you that 90% of the time. You find those and you, and you can just really bank them. So there we go. I like that play. Uh, for me, it's going to be uh, Frombert Valdez under 41 and a half fantasy score. I don't think he's going to get, you know, smacked around by Texas, but I just don't think he's a big strikeout pitcher. And when you get over 40, you need 42 to win. You, you need like eight strikeouts to get there, I think. So I'm going to go under Valdez there. I think he can, you know, give up a solo homer or two as well. Nice. Nice. Second play. Yeah, my second play is Paolo Espino, more than five hits allowed. I think uh, I think Goldschmidt and Arenado could get five hits between them. So, uh, um, all right. Uh, yep. I like it. I'm going to go Stephen Kwan over seven fantasy score. I love him in that leadoff spot. I really do like Cleveland as a, a sneaky low-owned stack. As far as what I consider low-owned for where the, I think they should be, against a pitcher, you know, like Bubich. So Quan over seven, I feel pretty strong about. Awesome. All right, boom, fantasy. Play boom sports is what you want to go to on Twitter, by the way. And uh, what is your top play on boom fantasy tonight? Yeah, I'm pulling that off right now. Okay, so uh, I'm, I'm a little repetitive here, um, but uh, I like these plays a lot. Uh, Merrill Kelly, over four and a half strikeouts. Oh, Same okay. Play. You and Josh Davis are on the same page today. 
you know, you two need to do a podcast. I have to take a day off sometime in this lifetime. <laughs> we'll have to have you two guys do, and you'd have been right on today. Funny. Yeah. I like the call. I'm going to be repetitive as well. I'm going uh, Fromber Valdez, Valdez under six and a half strikeouts. Nice. Again, he's, you know, four or five strikeouts max. For me, I haven't projected at four. Uh, so I think under six and a half K, uh, Ks is a good play. Yeah, I like that too. Second play? And yeah, so back to Espino. In this case, it's uh, earned runs. Over two and a half earned runs. I feel okay. pretty confident about that one today. I love that call. I'm going Stephen Kwan too. Over a half a run. All he's got to do is score once. I mean, if yeah. he doesn't score once here, I'd be very disappointed. So yeah, I love that I'll one. take over a half run. That and your brilliant. last boom fantasy play of the day. We're giving oh, six wait. winners out here today. How about that, huh? This is insane. I'll, too it. bad we can't play them, coach. <laughs> yeah, oh. Arizona and Pennsylvania were shut yeah. out. I know. Eventually. I'll play, that, uh, I'll play that half run back and go over with uh, Roundy Rowdy. Oh, man, I got you calling him Roundy. He's over. going deep today for sure now. Over <laughs> half a run, exactly. He'll get that on his home run swing. Yeah, I don't know if he'll – can he make it around the bases? No, I'm sorry, <laughs> man. I, I can say that because I'm a little roundy myself. So, All right. <laughs> I'm taking Willie Adamas over uh, half an RBI. Nice. So I'm hope, I'm, I've am i got him projected to go deep today. So there you go. There's that okay. RBI. I so. love it. I love Between it. the runs that they're going to score, I think, in, in uh, cores, I'm hoping he's part of that uh, smash. So that is it. What's good, Big Bino? Thank you for joining in. If you missed some of it, definitely can watch it all. It'll post everywhere. Uh, also, if you listen on the audio podcast, that'll go up here in about 20 minutes. So if you uh, listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, also, if you're on those audio podcasts listening, a quick five star and comment. We'll have a drawing at the end of each month for a one month free membership. And uh, we'll be giving away uh, some things for our podcast for the first Thursday game uh, for the NFL. So definitely join us as uh, everything's going on. So uh, this week, Coach Mom is being heard from here at the end. Uh, love Coach and Deb making it fun. Oh, appreciate that. Oh, that's um, awesome, right? Yeah, what the heck? Winning big today, guys. I'm feeling it. What a great show. L Lanuka A, thank you. Really appreciate everybody. We're at about an hour 15 mark, so we're a little bit longer than we want to. What else, Deb? We've never gone Daddy. under time. If you're <laughs> betting the over-under on podcast time with Deb and I, it's a lock. The over's a lock. <laughs> exactly <laughs> well thank you deb great job appreciate it good luck with the house how are you feeling with the leg by the way yeah hanging in there got doctor appointment next week hopefully next tuesday's broadcast i'll have some good news for folks good we want to see a weight bearing and moving around there exactly lots of thoughts and prayers from our coach talk family for you so appreciate, appreciate that, that. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening in. A great Tuesday show. Great uh, Tuesday uh, lineup tonight and great slate. So let's keep the momentum going and take some stuff down again. And uh, for tomorrow, Crash and I will be back uh, to hit. Or is it, or am I solo tomorrow? No, Crash is in. Crash and I will be back tomorrow, I believe. So we'll hit that at 1.30 for sure. 
So thank you so much for joining in. Hope you absolutely crush it. We'll be back again tomorrow when we look to knock them all out, take them out on Boom Fantasy and DFS MLB.